Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, welcome back to Great News with Kevin and Mike. That's right. Make sure that you subscribe, uh, not only to the podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are available, you can subscribe. That would help us out a lot. If you're watching it on YouTube, subscribe, and then also click that little bell thing and make sure you get your notifications because that also helps us out a lot. And it lets you know whenever we post our newest episodes. Which, you know, can be at any point. It'll, it'll, it's at <laughs> noon somewhere. <laughs> Mike, you got an intro for us. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the flavor of music this time? Flamenco. Okay, good. <laughs> it's an intro. It's an intro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. So sexy. <laughs> it wasn't great, and I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> Mike, you have a first story today? Yes, I do. Um, the lockdown, obviously, it's been hard on everyone, but it's been most hard on who? The elderly. Yes. Um, and this sweet 91-year-old grandmother was uh, feeling the brunt of the lockdown um, the, the lockdown, and how it prevented her from being a part of her family's life. Her granddaughter recently got married, and she was completely torn up that she wasn't able to attend the ceremony. Well, that couple... They decided to do something special and make this 91-year-old woman's day. I'll get it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Check it out. Oh! Oh, it's my favorite. She looks good for 91. That's Yannette Garcia. This is Mexican news. Listen, people. This is regular Mexican news. We have so much to learn. She's 90. How did you possibly? How can you knock it over again? I love Yannette Garcia. You want to hear something amazing about Yannette Garcia? Sure. Her boyfriend, fiance, some left her. Left her. Because he wanted to focus on his gaming career. Wow. What a colossal door. She was getting in the way. F you. Okay, now is this, this isn't the video from your story, is it? No. Okay. But we, can we play it a little more? Just a little. <laughs> just a little. I mean, she's great news. Am I right? Even if you're a straight woman, you got to admit, this is great, great news. This is really uplifting. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Do you remember? I'm going to wait. Dude, because I don't have your attention yet. Go ahead, please. Do you remember the anchor or the reporter from Univision at the charity baseball game? Char the Dodgers celebrity baseball game. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. There was a lot of people there who didn't necessarily have the best understanding of baseball. That was a different level. She um, was at the plate, and they were throwing it underhand so she could get a hit, and they were going to let her run around the bases because... Yeah. 
So she and gets, she was, but she was wearing like the shortest shorts and like and a high high heels. Yeah. So she gets a hit that sort of dribbles toward the pitching mound, and everybody was encouraging her to run. And when she got to first base, the first base coach said, "Keep going." Yeah. And I'm not making this up when I tell you she continued running straight into right field, just like she was going to the bullpen. She just straight beeline. It was I've ne- there's a huge path that's cut out where it's dirt that tells you where to go. By the way, baseball huge in Mexico. It's not like she was from some African right. country. Like she definitely has at least seen the game. You know, it's like I don't. It was a it was a moment I'll never forget. It was impossible. Yeah. It was impossible. Well, and, let's and that's also great news. Okay, if we can transition to this very sweet ninety one year old woman. Not that I don't want to watch Yannick Garcia <laughs> the entire show. Uh, this 91-year-old woman, she got a very nice surprise from her, her granddaughter. The coronavirus pandemic, of course, has upended so many people's wedding plans this year with a lot of ceremonies ultimately going virtual. But one Tennessee couple surprised their grandma, making sure she could still be a part of their very special day. Take a look. A bit excited and tired and everything else, and then to stop but just got to me it was very special oh, i bet it was 91 year old oh. mary ellen whitaker's youngest grandson got married on wednesday while she watched on zoom from her nursing home just before the happy couple left on their honeymoon they made a surprise stop at mary ellen's with cupcakes in hand, fresh from the ceremony. Can you imagine that? Uh, Miss Whitaker, I think you have some guests. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The surprise on her face, and it obviously just meant so much to her. That's so just great. That. So That's it, was, it was her grandson, not her granddaughter. But um, I, like, that makes me feel so good for her because if, if you have a good relationship with your grandma, you got to know, like, she's, burning up inside that she yeah. can't be at the wedding sitting there watching it on zoom and she's just like god almighty i wish if anything and so that made her day plus i have to say maybe it's a, a product of growing up in la where literally i i'm we have no accent right you know what i'm saying like the pacific american accent is like devoid of accent right i just love accents and the ten i think the tennessee is my favorite of like the southern accents nothing against georgians and texans out there but something about that tennessee accent is just so like it makes me feel happy okay you're either like a sweet old lady or you're like an angry judge you I, know like you know what i'm saying like you ever, no like, i don't know what you're saying like i don't know like, the difference between tennessee and georgia you, you would if you heard it all right so tennessee <laughs> You're the um, only 10 I see, Kevin. <laughs> um, life is not fair. It takes you a while to learn that, but life isn't fair. So the people who win the lottery, yeah, they don't deserve to win the lottery a lot of times. It's just luck. Yeah. And whoever gets it, gets it. Well, in this particular case, it does seem like life is fair because a nurse from Durham, North Carolina, works in the COVID unit, in the long-term COVID unit, mm-hmm. and watch this story. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold, 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 please. This is the phone call where they call the nurse and tell her that she won. Okay. Yes. Hey, good afternoon. Is this Terry? 
Yes, it is. Hi, Terry. My name is Garcelle Vieira. I'm calling with the North Carolina Education Lottery. How are you this afternoon? Doing okay. So, Terry, <laughs> I have some very exciting news to share with you. You have won $1 million in oh. your Supreme Riches second chance drawing. You're telling the story. I don't believe you. No, ma'am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't believe you. I <laughs> promise it is true. <laughs> How crazy is that? It's it's amazing. And I, that's that would be my reaction as well. Absolutely. Who was this and yeah. why are you pulling my leg? Well, who did Kimmel hire to yeah, exactly. like, screw with you? Exactly. Yeah. But that in that particular case, it seems like the right person won the right amount of money. Yeah. And that's really great news. And that's that's good money, man. She says that she's gonna mull over what to do with her winnings. She's thinking about a new home, but she's going to take it slow and easy and figure out what she's going to do. I want gold-plated Shark Tank. <laughs> I was going to say that is most likely the opposite of you and I. I want her to spend her money like Mike Tyson in like 1990. <laughs> you want her like to have tigers. a tiger? Yeah. <laughs> <This is> like <laughs> endless amounts of Rolls Royces. Um, this is a double whammy great news story. Okay. Because I find that the, the most uplifting great news stories come from... Stories about children? Yes. Or stories about really old people? This one gives you both right there. Ba-boom! Double whammy. Um, a girl who was born with cerebral palsy um, was told that she probably won't ever walk again. Boy, that has to be devastating She's to hear. Very, at, at that age, yeah. too, to not be able... You know, she can't not only not go out and play with the other kids, she's probably not going to walk. Well... She did not want to hear that, and so she has developed the ability to walk with a walker. She doesn't walk very fast, but she can at least get going because she has a special walker, just like her 91-year-old grandmother. She who, stole her grandmother's walker? No, nope, but she learned how to walk by watching her great-grandmother. Check it out. A little girl named Colby has cerebral palsy and was told that she may never be able to walk again. But after surgery, she learned how to use her walker with the help of her great-grandmother. How sweet is that? Colby's great-grandmother, 91 years old, still on the move. They take daily strolls together. Both of them, by the way, defying the odds. Go, Colby, go! That's a good one. Sweet, huh? That's a good one. All right. I love that even though she has cerebral palsy and she's probably really, like they said, defying the odds to walk, she's still like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Hurry up, Grandma. Grandma's moving a little slow <laughs> for her on that one. Um, there are a lot of times when you see stories in the news about pastors yes. or preachers or whoever priests, whoever it is, and you see a story of them and what, uh, you know, they're preaching about anti-gay sure. and they turn out to be gay. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff happens too much. Yeah. This particular pastor um, actually does the opposite of that and practices what he preaches and he got his bike stolen and listened to how he decided to handle it. Welcome back. So a few years ago, Anglican priest Robbie Pruitt and the Church of the Epiphany took a trip to Haiti and Pruitt has since left the Church of the Epiphany for the Church of the Holy Spirit. Well, one thing has stayed the same, and that's his love for biking. WDVM's Rebecca Burnett explains how he's putting a hobby to good use. 
When Pruitt works on his bike in the backyard, he's rarely alone. The neighborhood kids uh, saw me working on my brakes on my Diamondback. I was replacing disc brakes, and I asked them if they wanted to learn how to fix brakes, and they said, sure. They kind of reminded me of, of my days in Haiti and the mountain biking ministry at, at uh, Church of the Epiphany in Herndon and kind of got me back into this. He fixed up their bikes, but he didn't stop there. In about a month, he's restored over 70 of them for free. So one of my favorite um, verses of the Bible is Revelation 21.5. It says, uh, behold, I make all things new. And so it's like, I feel like I'm a part of making something old new again or something abandoned usable again. He hasn't done it alone, though. A handful of teens lend a hand, a big relief after the virtual school day. Honestly, it feels great, you know, being able to help people during this whole situation. It's just, you know, really great experience. It's kind of gratifying, I mean, knowing that you have, like, this new skill that you've learned um, that can be used for forever. And if they ever need the moral support, those neighborhood kids still check in. It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Especially during COVID and these hard times, it's very nice that there are people like Robbie in the world. Reporting in Ashburn, Rebecca Burnett, WGBM 25. What they, didn't, what they didn't tell you in that story is, first the pastor was angry because his bike got stolen. Sure. Then he thought, what if somebody really needed a bike to get to work in these difficult times? And so he put on Facebook, give, give me your bikes, I'll fix them. Or if you don't need it, Give me your secondhand bike. I'll fix it up and give it to give somebody it to who needs it. Need. And he's done 140 of those. Nice. Right? Nice. It's an amazing thing. Do you think we... Nope. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what your question's going to be, but no. <laughs> Do you think when My he... answer's no. <laughs> when he was in Haiti? What? <laughs> Do you think when he was in Haiti, he was in the ministry of <laughs> bestow no hate in Haiti? <laughs> What's wrong with you? And why are you laughing so hard at that? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, Kevin. It's nice to see a pastor that actually practices what he preaches. Absolutely. And um, I think, uh, you know, one of the core themes of this show is exposing that what we see in the media um, oftentimes isn't reflective of the, the larger whole of whatever that profession is or that walk of life is. Can you not use the words larger whole? <laughs> Do you mind? I, I, it's I will difficult st- for me to get past it. I will, I will prevent myself from using that again. Okay. But, uh, you know, whether it be cops or, um, or uh, oftentimes like religious leaders, you do only get the stories of them, you know, doing something despicable. Yeah, that's true. And, and uh, it isn't in any way representative of, of those people. Um, so it is, it is nice to see that. Um, if there is one group of people that pretty much everybody, regardless of your political beliefs, religious beliefs, uh, where you stand in this country, if we had to pick one group of people who we all collectively agree we should look out for, who would it be, in your opinion? Proud Boys. The Proud, of course. <laughs> besides them, besides <laughs> Gavin and the Proud Boys. Who would it be? I don't know. I would say a, a great nominee would be United States service people, right? Oh, people yeah, of absolutely. the military. We all because even if you're super anti-war or super uh, super progressive and you just hate the idea of the military in general, the the soldiers themselves, we all kind of collectively agree. Well, it's like let's not 
them doing it and they're sacrificing everything to defend us and they deserve our undying respect. And not only do they deserve our undying respect for what they do when they go overseas to protect us, I think it's how, by and large, uh, United States military conduct themselves in day-to-day life that is one of the reasons why we should all really bow at the altar of them. And here is a unbelievably perfect example. Um, it's from the, the ABC show, What Would You Do? You ever watch that show? No. It's a, they essentially hire actors to do these social, construct these social situations to see how everyday folk would react. Right. Well, they decided to muster up a really kind of ugly situation and there's a, a man in uniform, and he rises to the occasion. Check it out. Can I help you? Mina, the man behind the counter. I'm playing the Middle Eastern victim. And Oliver, the racist provoking him. I am the bigot. Are both actors. I don't want a terrorist touching my food or taking my order. He's a soldier. He's in uniform. A member of the U.S. Army steps up to the counter. Hey, don't deal with this guy. He's a Muslim. <laughs> is he laughing? Why is that funny? Unroll? Hold, hold on. What happened? This guy's a Muslim. We live in America. He can, he can have any religion he wants. Aren't you fighting against these guys? Not at the moment. Right now, I'm ordering a sandwich. <clears throat> I don't think he should be working here. Yes, oh, okay. Okay. Buy your chips and move out. He doesn't follow orders. Look, I'd like to order some food, just not from you, okay? Get out. Put the chips down and go buy them somewhere else. You want me to leave this place? You have a choice to shop anywhere, just like he has a choice to practice his religion anywhere. That's the reason I wear the uniform, so anyone can live free in this country. Leave the man alone, buy your stuff, and leave. Time to tell this soldier this is one battle he no longer has to fight. How are you, sir? How are you, sir? I'm John Quinones with ABC's What Would You Do, the TV show. That was all fake. He was an actor. <laughs> People might say that's very heroic, what you said. Is it? No, sir. No, heroes come in many shapes and sizes, but that wasn't heroic at all. It was just being a person and standing up for someone else. What principles were you defending? Everyone's inalienable rights. Everyone's? Everyone's in this country. And if you're Muslim? It doesn't matter to me, sir. If you're an American, you're an American, period. Ba-boom! I love that dude. Come on, right? I love that dude. That's what I'm talking about. He said, look, it's not heroic. That's just how people should be. That's, you know, that's that's just what I do. I'm fighting. I wear this uniform to fight for everyone's inalienable rights. Come on. I got yeah. goosebumps. Yep, I do too. That was an amazing story. Let's end with a uh, with an animal story as you know we love animal stories mr. we love hands we love mr. dogs hands? no what? mr huh? hands animal no story? no mr hands good no. guy no poor fella i think he's deceased nope. now no yep. killed him there's a an owner of a dog who went to the hospital in turkey and let's roll the video and we're gonna have to perhaps narrate the english part. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dog hey bangkok bangkok He's outside the hospital for days. Days? Because his owner is inside the hospital. Oh, dude. Followed the ambulance to 
transport him there <gülüyor> oh, and waited. <gülüyor> she comes all by herself, that woman said, and six days that dog waited. Dude. For its owner to With get no released food. from the hospital there. And then the owner gets released from the hospital and the dog almost kills him. He <laughs> 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 says she's very special to me. And he missed her just as much. He's talking about how much the dog makes him happy and how much he's he's like a human Beautiful, to him. Beautiful, man. He's better than a human. No human waits six days. That dog waited six days yeah. outside of the hospital for his owner to get out. And I, look, I hate to say it, Kevin, but it is the ethos of us here at Great News. No fucking cat would do that. <laughs> not, not only would it not go and wait for you at the hospital, it would be at home going, I hope that bitch never comes back. I hope yeah. that dude. And when you walk in the door, it'd be like, oh, fuck. I thought I had it. I thought my life was getting so much better without you. The dog followed the ambulance. Followed that. <laughs> running after the ambulance. He's like, oh, I can't live without this man. I have to bring him joy. I have to devote my life to making him happy. <laughs> Fuck cats. Thank you. Is that the end of great news? <laughs> and that's great news. That, that is great news. Just I'm, pets and what they do for us is amazing. It's uh, Listen, I will say this. Regardless of the animal. I was joking a little bit. Cats suck. We, <laughs> we are almost too smart for our own good. Agreed. And we make mountains out of molehills sometimes. I used to care for my friend's horse. I know it's a crazy story. But my friend, he was like a real cowboy. He moved out here from Montana. He has a, he has a horse, up, uh, horses at the Sunset Ranch and by the Hollywood sign. Right. He became a cop, and when he went into the academy, he needed someone to care for his horses. So I remember every day, Mike would say, I need to leave and go take care of a horse. <laughs> and I thought it was code. I, I didn't was, know what was happening. I was going to care for this horse, right? So, uh... I'm up there one day, and there's a bunch of dogs at this ranch, too. One day, I come up there, and uh, there's like a, like a pickup truck and a bunch of people panicking and stuff. And I go, what happened? They go, oh, uh, Sparky got hit by a car. Oof. Uh, he's going to be okay, but they're going to rush him down. So I was like, man, I hope he's okay. Two days later, I come back, and there's Sparky, no leg. Three legs. Okay, he has three legs. I was One say, of them's gone. That's extreme. He has, he has no missing, legs. Missing a leg. Three legs. You know what he was doing? Exactly the same shit he was doing when he had four legs. Life was just the same. He's like, oh, I guess I have three legs now. I better just go about my business. Still walking around, sniffing the horses. Hey, how you doing? Let me get some food. I, that's my point. Listen, I agree. You look at a dog's calendar every single day. It says, best day ever. Yeah. Best day ever. <clears throat> And now the outro. This outro is devoted to dogs. Or horses. And horses <laughs> who bring us all lots of joy, just like a horse brought joy to Mr. Hands before he went to pervert heaven. Nope. This outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blues Cause Kevin and Mike just rocked you up with great news
Didn't see that high note coming. Did not see that coming. And I hit it. We Better will. Than Carl Lewis. We'll see you tomorrow. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. <laughs>